Hey, it's Aiden. Welcome to Songs That Change You. And I just wanted to start the episode off by thanking everyone for the kind words about last week's episode. We had Mike Guglamucci on and so many people messaged, left comments, just reaching out saying how much they got out of that episode. If you haven't had a listen, highly recommend you sort that one out. Mike was incredible. And of course, you can find it wherever you found this podcast, obviously. (laughs) My guest today is incredible as well, Jessica Bond. She is the woman behind Salt and Gold Collection on Instagram. And I'm excited for you to hear this one. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Yes, it's Songs That Change You time once again. I am joined by a guest to discuss a song that has had an impact on their life. We're going to break it down. We're going to build it back up. And joined today by Jessica Bond, founder of Salt and Gold. And I asked her how she'd like to be introduced. She said, I love Jesus. And that's about it. So, (laughs) Jessica Bond, how are you doing? So good. Thanks for having me, Aiden. (laughs) Now, you're from New Zealand, but I know you've lived pretty much everywhere over the last couple of years. Why don't you give us a little bit of the Jessica Bond story and where you're at these days? Yep. So I grew up in New Zealand. I'm a Kiwi through and through. Uh, but six years ago, I moved to Australia. Um, honestly, I hung out with a bunch of crazy Catholic nuns and we were missionaries together and traveled around Australia. So I've lived in most states of Australia. Okay. Um, and then... At the end of that year, I loved Australia so much, I decided to stay for a bit longer. And so I stayed for another couple of years. And um, and then in between that, I also, I now live in California for ministry school. So I'm in my third year of ministry school out here. And Australia is now home as well. Most of my family's moved out there. So okay. I'm a Kiwi, but I call Australia home when I'm not in America. <laughs> <laughs> so many asterisks after that, like, I'm a Kiwi, but yep, this, yep, yep. but this, but <laughs> like this. this, but also this, and don't forget this. <laughs> <laughs> and tell everyone about Salt and Gold, for those that don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Salt and Gold is, a, I guess, primarily a social media or online-based ministry, creative ministry that I started up during COVID, actually. And I didn't really know what I was doing with it, uh, but the Lord grew it. And so it grew definitely into the area of the creative side. And so the Lord taught me, I guess, how to draw <laughs> and and to do digital artwork. And so one day I drew a picture of Jesus washing um, the feet of a bride and just shared that and had no idea the kind of reception it would receive. And people loved it and really resonated with it. And a couple of days later, I was just cooking in my kitchen in Perth and uh, the Lord showed me the same image of Jesus washing someone's feet, but the person changed and I saw so many different people and I thought, goodness me, that is going to be controversial. <laughs> and so I was like, Lord, are you sure that's you? And I, I really think it was. And so I was like, all right, all I have to do is be obedient. So I started drawing. And so that's probably what most people are familiar with in terms of uh, the ministry would be those images of, I call it the foot washing series. Yeah. You said controversial because 
if we can explain, like the images right. aren't controversial, but I guess the subject matter or potentially who Jesus is washing the feet of, whether it be, I know recently you've done ones of like Israeli and, and Palestine and war that's going on at the moment, like very mm-hmm. um, topical. And I noticed like the comments can get wild. Like, yeah, you're right. Controversial. And some people like really are passionate and like so thankful for your work. And like, it, you know, I'm seeing comments of tears and all sorts of stuff. And others are very much like, no, well, here's the biblical truth and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's, it's the uh-huh. wild west in your comments I've noticed. It is. It's crazy. And I hardly ever turn off the comment section, but once in a while I'm like, oh Lord, I just can't. <laughs> you know? So um, it, it is there. I mean, I draw what I need to see is really how I describe it. It's like, oh Lord, I need to see you washing the feet of this person representing this. Um, and it helps me understand a little bit more about his, who he is and, and what he has, the the love and the, the invitation and the forgiveness and redemption that he has on offer for all of us and that's really key the phrase that i use is um it's not about who's on the seat it's about who is washing the feet because jesus really did it this isn't just like a cute concept that my brain came up with this is based on the real life actions of jesus our savior and uh whenever i kind of wonder oh lord like does that person belong on the seat that representing uh, feels in intention with this this one how can they how would you wash both their feet i just come back to the fact that he washed the feet of judas and and he he knew that yeah. judas had already decided to betray him and he still offered him the same invitation and so for me i'm like okay that feels like it's good enough i can believe that jesus had would have the same invitation for anybody no matter your your past your choices even uh, what choices you might make when you get up from that seat and you walk away afterwards. Oh, I still think that that's an invitation for anyone. I love that. And, you know, we can read it and that can sink in on some level, but I think seeing it, like there's a level of like, oh, wow, yeah, you're right. Like I do need to, the aim is always to love like Jesus love, but really that person, it's confronting. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, I draw I draw things because my heart needs to see it, right? And so if someone else is looking at that and getting like feeling a little bit um, uncomfortable, I, I probably felt uncomfortable first. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the song that we're here to discuss. What have you chosen today? Yeah. So the song that I just, I think it's going to be one of those life songs. You know, we have songs that we the worship that we resonate with in seasons. But for me, this one, I think is just going to be a whole life one. And it's No Longer Slaves by Bethel Music. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. It just changed my world. It started to teach me about who God thought I was instead of seeing myself through the eyes of other people or who, even who I wanted to be or thought I should be, but to understand the lyrics of the chorus. So I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Like I feel like that just sums up so well the way that Jesus sees us and talks about my identity, talks about who he is. Um, I'm a daughter, you know, I I have a a place (laughs) and he loves me no matter what. And, so that's what I always just come back to is, um, you know, when fear or anxiety is trying to knock on my door, I'm like, no, no, I know who Jesus is. I know what he says about me. And 
no way am I going to come under anything less than uh, the fact that he calls me chosen and loved and his his daughter. And when did you first hear yeah. this song, Jessica? It was released in 2015. Um, was it then or was it shortly after? Yeah, it would have been right around then when it came out. And it, it, it honestly, it had such a massive impact on me. I was still getting to know what Bethel music was. That was one of the first songs of theirs that I had heard and it resonated with me so deeply. And then I discovered that they had a worship school and I was like, I have to go to that. And so <laughs> I, I went, this was nearly, it was nearly 10 years ago now. So nine years ago, the music school was in America and I found a way to get myself over there. <laughs> and I just went and I was like, there's something here that I need to capture. That was actually the start of how I ended up at the college there now. So that's the the ministry school that I'm I'm at is through Bethel Church in in America. And yeah, my first introduction to to Bethel at all was actually through through that song and their their worship ministry. It's just so powerful. <laughs> and what was it about this song? Do you think that connected so well to you? Because the whole song centers around mm-hmm. like. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Like I'm God's <laughs> child. Is that something that you really needed to hear at the time? Oh, I think that's something we all need to hear. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I think um, if we can grasp that, man, we have a good shot at, <laughs> at walking out a life that is with Jesus each day. And that's just, it's honestly just going to be easier. I think one of my favorite moments is I came back from that worship school and was leading a worship ministry back in, back in New Zealand and, I was working for the Catholic Church. I'm, I'm a Catholic, and uh, we had this youth worship night, and I saw all these youth pour into this church, and we sang this song. It was It's always one that I think has resonated with the next generation when we've led it, and seeing them with just like pouring their hearts out to the Lord on their knees or standing up with their hands raised and just saying, declaring the truth. You know, these teenagers, oh, my gosh. I don't know if there's anything more powerful than that. And I just would like stand there and I'm meant to be like leading worship and I'm just standing there weeping, just seeing all of these like young people packed into this church, just seeing like, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God, especially like my generation in the next generation. There's a lot of anxiety floating around in, yeah. in mental health struggles. And I think for us to, um, to be able to declare the truth, that I don't have to be a slave to fear I'm a child of God. There's just something just so powerful about that. So that's why I just love that moment uh, of just seeing those those young people just like singing their hearts out and just declaring the truth over themselves. Oh my gosh, I believe firmly that there was breakthrough for me and everyone else that night. It was ridiculous. It's <laughs> awesome. Jess, you said then you made a declaration, like, I'm a Catholic, like you made this distinction. I've always been somebody that kind of just, I don't know, I don't, I'm not bothered by denominations. I kind of just go, as long as you believe in Jesus, I don't really, I don't really care. I'm not bothered by all that, this and that and whatever, like, it's all about Jesus Mm -hmm. for me. But is that really important to you? Like that distinction? Because I noticed that you, you sort of wanted to really declare that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I love to share it because Often it surprises people. <laughs> I live out my faith in a, through a Catholic lens. You know, I'm very much at home in the Catholic Church and I've chosen that. And But at the same time, I'm studying at Bethel Church, which is a crazy non-denominational. Pentecostal, I want to say? Or it's non-denominational, yeah, okay. Yeah, that would come under non-denominational as far as I'm aware. Like church and ministry school as well. And so I'm trying to like walk out both of these things in tension. 
so I just love to share that because I'm like, here I am, and a lot of people have a misunderstanding about what it looks like to be a Catholic. And, um, you know, even there's a question sometimes around salvation. And so I love to be like, here I am. I live out my faith through the Catholic Church and through that lens. But, hey, Jesus is my everything. He's my only thing. And I know the Holy Spirit. And so I just love to share that because sometimes people don't know that there are people who walk out their faith like that. I think you're right. Like, I think people do have perceptions of certain faiths and and, and certain denominations and cliches and all Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. So I think, yeah, it is refreshing to have somebody that's like, yeah, I'm a young person. I'm a Catholic and I'm very passionate about this. And I'm not these these sort of portrayals that you see on on TV or movies or something like that. I think everyone has like, (laughs) I don't know, sister act in the back of their head or something like that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sound of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yes there are catholics out there who love the lord who know the holy spirit same as you'll find in any christian church you're going to meet um christians who are at the start of their journey with the lord you're going to meet christians who are there because it's what their family does and um you're going to meet ones who are like all in for the lord and so i think whichever church you step into you're going to meet the whole spectrum and we're no different you know (laughs) So how do you go? You're studying at the moment ministry at, at Bethel that is non-denominational. Um, does that conflict at times? Occasionally it can, but I would say my heart is to look to the same Jesus that we all love um, and that we all worship. And we have so much more in common than we do yep. different. Honestly, I feel like it's that simple. Yeah. And I, like I say, I still get to live out my faith through the lens of my Catholic faith. And, you know, I'm here and I am in the ministry school here with Bethel Church. And as part of that, I attend the services. But I'm still also, like, literally after we finish chatting, I'm on my way to Mass tonight um, to go to church and Catholic Church. Like, and I love to do both and I learn from both, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, I just wanted to ask about it because I find it so interesting and fascinating. Uh, Jess, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Of course, everyone should go check out Salt and Gold Collection on Instagram. And let's chuck the song on for everyone now. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed our conversation. This is Bethel Music with No Longer a Slave. You unravel me with a melody You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears have come I'm no
This episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidang at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.